On today's show, Hyundai hints it will produce a portfolio of performance cars. Toyota dips its toes into mobility services, and we'll take a look at some wild SEMA concepts from Chevy and FCA. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Automakers think that mobility services could represent a whole new business for them to get into. They see a big chance to make big money. That's why we're seeing so much activity in this field. And now Toyota is strengthening its position in that new market. The company announced it will develop a mobility services platform to support partnerships with mobility partners by leveraging its big data. And to make car sharing more convenient, it's developing a smart key box to allow keyless entry into a car with a smartphone. The company will test out these new devices with car sharing company GetAround with a pilot program in San Francisco next January. And it will test a new service that will allow owners who decide to share their car the opportunity to use the money that they make to pay off their lease. And depending on how that goes, Toyota will test these services in Japan next. Head-up displays are a safe way to keep you informed while driving because you don't have to take your eyes as far off the road. Most of these devices are only offered on a certain number of new vehicles, but aftermarket versions are available. And here's a new one from the Industrial Technology Research Institute in Taiwan that just caught our eye. Current HUDs usually only display images on a small area of the windshield, but this new one is a 26-inch virtual display that projects the image a little over two yards in front of the driver, which helps improve visibility. It's also able to project three displays at the same time. Drivers can customize what info they want displayed, and the unit can even be combined with other cloud-based devices. But as you'd expect, this new unit is a little bit more pricey than current HUDs. It carries a $660 price tag. Still to come, Hyundai introduces a sportier version of the Elantra, and Chevy shows off some tricked-out SEMA concepts. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Adding a sport model is a time-honored practice of extending a model line, and Hyundai is the latest to do it, with the Elantra Sport. The car gets some mild styling enhancements, mainly with a crisper front fascia. It delivers 201 horsepower, which is 54 more than the base Elantra. It also gets a multi-link rear suspension, which replaces the twist beam axle used in the base car. And all this makes for a better performing car, but it is rather tame. You are certainly not going to scare yourself with it. We can expect true fire breathers when Hyundai's newly formed N-Group finally unleashes its performance models. Hyundai headhunted Albert Bierman, the chief engineer from BMW's M division, to run this group. And while Hyundai execs say it's premature to talk about plans, they hint that the N-Group will produce a portfolio of performance cars. And by the way, the Elantra Sport with the six-speed manual goes for about $22,500. With a seven-speed DCT, the price goes up by about a grand. Well, the SEMA show kicks off today, which means more reveals. And this time we're taking a look at Chevrolet. With a slight nod to the Chevy Avalanche, the Silverado High Desert 
is based on the production model, which bears the same name, but also features a brake and exhaust kit, Concept 22-inch wheels, and a number of unique interior accessories. But for those of you looking for a little more adventure, might take a liking to the track's active concept. The suspension has been lifted and the track widened to make room for the 18-inch off-road tires. You know, I really like the way this concept looks, and I think if Chevy came out with a version of this today, it would start stealing Jeep sales tomorrow. The brand will also have a number of other concepts, including a Silverado plow truck, a Colorado that's ready to hit the beach, but what would SEMA be like without the Copo Camaro? The program was restarted back in 2012 and has been the highlight of SEMA. The car is designed to compete in the NHRA's stock eliminator classes, which means there's a lot of variety. The Copo can be had with a number of LS and LT engines, supercharged or naturally aspirated, and they are backed by a three-speed transmission. But coming up next, we'll take a look at a designer's perspective of what it takes to come up with some of these wild concepts for SEMA. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. So often we only get to see the pictures of these wild and beautiful cars that will fill SEMA's floor space. But there's whole groups of designers behind the scenes that we rarely hear much about. The whole process is really something else and a lot faster than you might think. The head of Ram and Mopar Design, Joe Daner, calls it the paper-to-pavement process because it's almost like instant gratification. We're very unique. We actually have a Mopar studio that actually the, the designers that work within the Mopar brand coexist uh, with the Mopar uh, engineering staff and uh, this uh, coexists within the, the Ram studio. So actually, um, the, all of the resources are kind of pooled together. They'll actually interface with our uh, uh, fabrication facilities, whether they're done in-house or uh, outsourced through a, a uh, outside uh, fabrication facility. Um, they're involved every step of the way, uh, interior, exterior, graphics, underhood, in, in the case of uh, the conceptual uh, cold air kit that's uh, tied into the 392 shaker on this. They're involved in that and the aesthetics and, uh, you know, sometimes some of the function. So uh, they're fully integrated every step of the way. From a designer standpoint, it allows those designers, it's like instant gratification within, it takes us approximately three months to build one of these vehicles. So once the sketch is approved and we have funding for it to actually put it together, uh, the designer sees this, this vision or this dream that's on paper come true in a matter of, you know, 120 days. And so it's really exciting for them to all of a sudden see something that was literally on paper I call it the paper to pavement um, uh, process. To see it come to life three months later is just incredible for them. And uh, a lot of the designers that we had involved with all these vehicles today, uh, it was very evident seeing them get really excited as we were in the final throes of uh, making all these things uh, in the build process uh, uh, materialize. Between its Moab and SEMA concepts, it really does seem like FCA's designers are having a ton of fun. They're turning out some of the best stuff, and they really seem to have their finger on exactly what their fans want to see. 
And if you'd like to check out all of FCA SEMA concepts, head on over to our YouTube channel to get an in-depth look. There's even a custom Jeep that mixes a 1966 CJ with a TJ chassis and Wrangler JK front end. You're not going to want to miss that. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you right back again here tomorrow.